You're listening to the This Is England podcast. This week, join us as Liz Forden speaks to Cesspool Sid, Horncastle's number one cesspit emptier, and the George Burns of the cesspool emptying industry. Cesspool Sid is my name. Emptying cesspools is my game. And when you're full and overflowing, you send for Sid and he gets you going. Because cesspool Sid is still about, so let him come and clean you out. You've never minded being called cesspool Sid? No, because there's a, quite a lot of people. If they, don't, if, they, if they just call me Sid or Mr Tempest, I'm as deaf as a doornail. I don't want to know. Now, if they call me cesspool or cess, I'm not annoyed or offended, you know. How do people talk about what you've come to do? Do they have the words for it? Different folks have different ways. Oh, good morning. Morning, my duck. Have you come to look at my thing? Yes, dear. Oh, good morning. Good morning, my duck. Have you come to look at my hole? Yes, dear. <laughs> but it's just the word they actually say. Have you come to look at my thing? Yes, dear. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know. Oh. But you weren't born to this, were you? Nope. So what on earth got you into this as well, a business? Before I actually started my business, I was a long-distance lorry driver for a corn merchant. And on a Friday, I used to be in the mill, so we all had a fish and chip dinner. One of the lads used to order, and he came back with our local paper. He said, the council's advertising area says for somebody to empty cesspools, isn't it 30 bob a week, more than we're getting. So in actual fact, I put in for it, and I, and I got it. And I was on 30 shillings a week, more than what I was getting, for getting up in the middle of the night and, you know, frost, fog and snow and all that little lot. What's the difference between a septic tank and a cesspit? At the, in this day and age, a septic tank and a cesspool are identical. Now, a cesspit, when they first started, was basically toilet only, or a wash and basin. In this day and age now, you've got your washing machines and whatever, your showers and your baths, and all your detergents... It kills, including your toothpaste. Toothpaste is a killer. In its own right, because it kills your bacteria, doesn't it? Of course, yes. So now, there is actually no difference because they're all the same. But in the early days, you took the top off a cesspool, believe it or believe it not, you'd get a bucket full of maggots. And I went to this one in particular... And this lady was just a little bit uh, higher than I was, or so she thought. She didn't want everything that mess, and she see all these uh, maggots, creepy crawlies. And she came out with this gallant inner Jay's fluid. And I says to her, you're not putting that down there, are you? Why not? I said, you'll do it in. Quite politely, she told me she did as she liked. It was hers, and it was her property, and so that was that. Anyhow, I went to empty the load I'd got, and I come back. Jay's fluid tin was empty and all the maggots were on the top, dead. Anyhow, after that, I was going, oh, about every month, every six weeks to empty it. And she couldn't understand it. I said, I can. I said, is that Jay's fluid? I said, you've killed all your bacteria. Rubbish. So I said to her, I said, I'll get it going for you. Anyhow, a day or two later, I was going down the road and an old air had been run over. So I stopped. Chucked it in the cab, called at the house, there's nobody about, and I put it in the cesspool. 
Time went on and I saw this lady in the marketplace and she said to the cesspoolers, going better, you haven't been quiet here as often. I said, no, I said, I told you I'd get it going for you, don't. She said, nothing to do with you. She said, you've never been nigh to buy. I said, oh no. She said, no. I said, I called one day, you know, a while back, I said, I got this old air and chucked it in. I said, and that's the reason your cesspool's going again. So a proper cesspit then has lots and lots of bacteria in mm-hmm. it, and that's healthy. Yeah, yes. Yeah. What I'm saying is, if it's built properly from a start, and get an old air and drop it in, put the lid down, seal it, neither you or your children need empty it. So what, we're talking 30, 40 years? Yep. When there's all that bacteria, is there no explosion of gas no. pressure? Uh, it just eats itself away, and it's, you can see it moving like... So does does a modern detergent use in the house mean that you've got a lot more work? Yes. And how often now do you have to empty? If you let them go too long, then your detergent and wash powder, grease, etc., then gets in, and it fills all the cracks and crevices up in the bricks, just as like a, this house wall... It's plastered, and that's how it all goes. So therefore, it can't soak away. But the lumps of uh, detergent, grease, and wash powder, that can get as big as a 40-gallon drum, you know. And unless you've seen it, you cannot believe it. Do you get people who ring you up and don't actually want to ask you to empty the cesspit, that they'll find any sort of words other than actually saying what they want? (laughs) They come on the phone... And the loss for words is that, uh, mm, and they don't know whether to say, is that cesspool Sid, or can you put me in touch with cesspool Sid? And I pick them up straight away. Cesspool Sid speaking, it puts them all at ease. Well, we didn't know what what to call you. (laughs) We didn't know what to call you. So do you get people ringing up in a panic? The phone went this particular night at ten minutes to midnight. I thought, God blimey. So I answered the phone and this lady, she she gets on and uh, could empty it. And I honestly believe she expected me going that night. Oh, I said to her, I said, how urgent is it? Well, she says, it's running down the drive and onto the road. And the worst of it is, she says, and I can't use the loo if you know what I mean. So I said, I'll be at your place six in the morning. Well, she went through it all again, and I didn't understand. I said, yeah, I said, well, I'm going to tell you what to do, Benduk. Yes, she says, what's that? I said, now, should you have to use the loo between now and me arriving very early in the morning? Yes, she says, what do I do? I said, you put your high-heeled shoes on. What for? I said, well, it'll give you more elevation. I arrived there the next morning. And she had a big grin from ear to ear. And a pair of the eye steel shoes, you would have thought that lady was on stilts. So we gets the job cleared up. She says, I have a question for you. I said, what's the question? She said, the question is, had that have been my husband, what would you have told him? I said, I should have told him there should be ruddy bike clips on. <laughs> Do you ever find strange things in cesspits? Ah, God I. Now, where would you like me to start? I've had hoover sweepers, Moscovy duck, bike wheels, silver tobacco tins, 
dentures, bacon, hams, apples. But in regards to the dentures, I worked on the local authority at the time and we had to go to this particular one as they'd either had a wedding or a birthday or something. And he had just got a load of ale on and he, he went to the toilet and he lost his false teeth or dentures, whatever folks like to call them. And could I retrieve them? Well, I said, well, I'll have a bit of a ghost. I'd got part of them out before she told me, well, the top set, the old pipe, she'd gobble them. It was in the truck. But I did manage to receive, uh, retrieve the other half of the set. So when she'd told me, and I was tipping in this grass field, and most of them's got hills and dials. And I blow it out under pressure, so I thought, well, if I put, put the nose up, and the back end down, and build the pressure up, she'll blow them out. Which she did, tied welly boots on, and there's a bit of froth like, you don't take a lot of notice on it, and there I was skating about, and I picked the other half up, so I called at the house going back, and I says, uh, here's the other half, my duck. That was his top set? Yes. And that gent still wears those dentures today. <laughs> It never occurred to him that you might actually invest in a new pair. No, apparently these was a good fit. <laughs> oh. it's, true. it's a fact, oh. it's true. Sid, what do you do with a tanker load of cesspool contents? When I first started, I used to go to an old gent. He had his cesspool emptied every year. And he always used to wait while he got his tates in. And then at the end of all the rows, he used to earth the soil up. Now, boy... Can you back blaster? And I used to, have to fill all these tater ridges up and let it soak in. And what oh. was his crop like? Well, it takes as big as a, uh, a size 8 boot. <laughs> I, I've never heard of it being used that way. I yeah. mean, I know about celery and rhubarb, mm. but not about potatoes. And then there was a farmer, again local, and uh, I got on to him and he wasn't very keen. And yeah, I remember he had this four acre piece. He said, will it do any good? I said, well, put it this way. I can't guarantee it'll do any good. I said, but I can guarantee it won't do any harm. So I did actually persuade him to let me do this. And when it came to back end, when it was late tates, he comes strutting across, because I know the old gender thought, hello, he's got something to say. Look at this, he says. And I, I should say the tate was nine, ten inches long. As big, as big as an human's foot. And he didn't like that. Oh, yeah. Since then, we haven't been able to get him off. <laughs> Do you ever get embarrassed? I went to a real push, real gent, and he come up with what I call a ratty nat. You don't know the front from the back of the thing, like a day stalker. And I was emptying this here uh, cesspit, and he stood looking. It was like a, a weasel watching a rabbit. And he kept saying, what's that? What's that? Is that what I think it is? Asking if you don't know now what they are, I said, I'm not telling you. I did actually get down on one knee and I collared a handful and there's condoms. God blimey. It was just like an engine blowing steam off. That went up in the air and he was muttering. All the bloody years I've been married, so so I've never ever used one of those in my life and he was off across the lawn. Of course, he goes in and left the door open where well, you never hear such a row him and his wife had in your, in your life. <laughs> Did it end the marriage? Never been since. I <laughs> 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 oh, God, blimey. Cesspool Sid, Horncastle's number one cesspit emptier. Thank you very much indeed. Mm.
that's the end of this podcast. But if you'd like to know more information about us or the people interviewed in these podcasts, you can come to our website at www.one-voice.co.uk forward slash England. We look forward to your company next time. Bye for now.